everyone. Hello, Roby D'Ambrosio. Hello, Juicy Fruit. Kind Ivan, Samir Benetti. Um, thank you everyone for joining us for the very first episode of this brand new Instagram live show. It is called Just the Tip. It's gonna be sex questions from followers and um, sex tips, all answered by your favorite porn stars. Um, this week's, it's always gonna be on Sunday, and this week's guest is Kira Noir, um, who I absolutely love, and she's gonna be helping me answer all your questions and giving out tips, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the way the show is gonna work is pretty much for the first, for the very beginning for like the first few minutes um, of the show, it's going to be just me. Uh, I noticed whenever I put out calls for questions or for like advice or tips or whatever, um, there's always like an overwhelming amount of like one type of question or a few types of questions. Um, so I'm going to address that in the beginning and then we'll invite our guest on and then answer the rest of the questions. So today's most commonly asked questions. By the way, I just want to give a little bit of a disclaimer. No one on this show is a sex educator. We're all just porn stars with like a lot of experience. <laughs> so that being said, all right, let's get into it. Um, so the most common question I got was, of course, about dick size. What's too big? What's too small? What's the perfect size? What's good for anal? Um, all these types of questions. So I'm going to address that first. Um, I'm not going to be mentioning anyone's usernames um, just because I think it, it'll be more fun if we keep it anonymous um, and people will feel f more free to ask questions. So one question I got asked is, is, bigger, is a bigger dick better at fucking? My answer is no, not necessarily. Um, a lot of times it's actually really hard to fuck a really big dick. Um, in porn, it's great to have a big dick because in porn you always kind of want to see a little bit of that dick still outside of the penetration. Um, and it's much easier to do so when you have a really big penis. But I will say that it's hard to get like pounded really hard with a really big dick sometimes. So it can also really, really work against you. Um, another question, what's more important, length or width? I get asked that one a lot. Um, personally, width. Um, what is the perfect penis size for anal? <sighs> Anal's a little bit different. Um, so for in general, I, whenever I'm asked what's the perfect dick size, I always say, if it's not too big or too little, if it's not on one extreme end or the other, everything in the middle kind of feels the same. Um, for me, weirdly, with anal, sometimes a smaller one hurts a little bit more. I don't know why this is, um, but it almost feels a little bit more pokey to me. That's not everyone. Um, that, that has been my experience. Um, so sometimes like a, like a little bit of a, like a thicker, more like mushy cock is kind of like what, um, is a little bit easier to get started with an anal. And you know, once you're like a gaping whore like me, it's, you know, they're all easy. <laughs> um, so in conclusion, what is the best dick size? I guess 
like I said, if it's not on one end of the spectrum or the other, if it's not one extreme or the other, everything in the middle, kind of, it's not that it feels the same, but at that point, it's like, it's really up to how well, good the person is at fucking. Um, and you know, a lot of factors go into, go into making someone really good at sex. I think um, being really attentive to their partner and like reading my body language is a big one. Um, someone who can really make sure that I'm turned on before the sex starts, um, that's major. Like if there's like a lot of foreplay or like if you can really turn me on and, and foreplay doesn't necessarily mean like oral sex or whatever, right? It can just mean like dirty talk or even just talking about fucking or telling me I'm pretty even. Um, I find that the more turned on I am once I start having sex, like it totally sets the tone and, and it either makes or breaks the sex. Um, and, and also like I've noticed that a lot of my best sexual encounters in life, whether that's on screen or off screen, have been with people who understand that there's more to sex than just putting a penis inside of a vagina. Um, there's just so much more. There's oral sex. There's fucking my mind. There's using every single one of your body parts. Like I can like hump someone's knee and come. Um, so there's a lot, lot more to sex. Um, I've, I've definitely had orgasms without, you know, someone even touching me cause I'm so turned on and they're just like fucking my mind. Um, so there's, there's a lot more than just like your basic P and V sex or even like dildo and vagina sex. There's just a lot, lot, lot more to it. So that is my five minute answer on what dick size is the best. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can add Kira here. Oh, here she is. Help me answer the rest of the questions. So let's see. I'm so excited to see her. I haven't seen her in a while. Hi! Hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> you have her both. <laughs> Kira is in the new Marshmallow collection. Mm -hmm. um, very, very cute. It looks good on you. Thank you. I'm terrified I'm going to get my makeup all over it and ruin it. But <laughs> I like it a lot. I have to say, like, the pieces I own from the white collection are, like, they're for photos only. Like, yeah, I they're both ruined. <laughs> I really I just want to get fucked in this um, camera at least once. Um, and then I'll have to have, like, those little Tide pens or, like, bleach pens on hand to just... <laughs> wipe this part away every time I go up. Yeah. But hey, we're not going anywhere. Like, we're all staying home, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Um, I got a lot of questions that I think you specifically are going to be really good at answering, so I kind of tailored them to you. Um, are you ready to start? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, cool. um, first question. Do women enjoy seeing two men have sex? Uh-huh. This person, let me just specify, this person is bisexual and he says that he has gotten, he's a bisexual male and he's gotten mixed reactions. How do you mm -hmm. feel? Um, so everyone's a little bit different. I think that generally a lot of girls are going to like seeing two guys together a lot like how some guys like seeing two girls together just because it's, like, if you like guys, you have nothing against guy on guy action. It's super hot. You just get to focus on both of them. And whenever I want to watch porn and the guy does like both 
like uh, bisexual porn and straight porn and gay porn, like everything. It's awesome because in a lot of straight porn, they just focus on just the girl. And there have been times where I've gone to look up a guy's porn. It's like, oh, I just met him at a party and he's super hot. I'm going to see how he fucks. And then it's all on the girl. Like, I can't even see him, really. You feel so... like down. <laughs> so I love watching gay porn. So you just get to, like, it focuses on both guys. Like, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Um, I really enjoy watching two men fuck. I actually watch pretty much exclusively gay porn. Um, and I've met a lot of other women that feel that way as well. Um, my one of my dreams is to have a threesome with two guys. I think there's just something really hot about like when any person has that mentality of like anything goes. Like, yeah, hot. it makes everything so much freer. And I've I've had threesomes with two guys that weren't weren't necessarily attracted to each other, but they were extremely comfortable with each other, and were like fucking me in the same hole together and things like that. So like that's always awesome. Totally, you know, <laughs> like. I because even a DP, like, even if the guys aren't into each other, just, like, that confidence of, like, of, like, they're cool with it. It's okay if their balls touch. Who cares? Like, that's Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so the answer is a lot of us women do enjoy that. Um, next question. How do I get the softest, most hairless pussy? Ooh, Okay. It's going to sound counterintuitive, but don't shave. And then, like, wait a long time in, be in between shaving. And then when you shave again, it'll be a lot softer. If you're shaving a lot, like, really frequently, then your hair follicles are getting irritated a bunch and, like, your skin's freaking out. And so every time you shave over and over and over again, it, it makes it worse. So if you wait a long time in between shaving, the time you do shave, I would say, like, wait a week in between, then you'll have, like, super fucking soft skin because your skin will have time to heal. That makes sense, because even, like, when I shave my legs, like, mm -hmm. I've actually never heard anyone say that before, but that really <laughs> makes sense. Um, my hairless pussy advice is, um, is really time-consuming and <laughs> not as easy, but, you know, in porn, we don't always have the luxury of, like, waiting a long time in between shaving, um, even if it's, like, just, uh, like, a landscaping scenario and not totally bald, um, I think the best tip is actually tweezing. Really? Oh. But, but, you're like, no. No, no. Because I, I can't even stand the idea of waxing, let alone like, I, I don't think waxing feels good. And I also don't like waxing because you have to wait so long in between and you have to go get it done and it's weird and it's hot and whatever. But plucking, like, I, you, you know how, like, there's a, I guess, like, the top of the vagina, and then there's, like, the under, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, the plucking only happens on this part. If gotcha. That okay. Way too sensitive. So this <laughs> part is razor. But um, I found that when you pluck it, it actually, like, grows in way slower. It's just really time-consuming, and it's kind of, like, it's like that single life behavior. A long time ago, I tried to get laser hair removal on my pussy and it worked for that top part, but not for my lips. Yeah. Um, it's like, I don't really have to shave. Like I didn't even like do it completely. Like, I, I left a huge triangle cause I didn't want to be completely bald. I still want to be able to play around with shapes and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so like on the, around my big triangle, that's completely done and that looks a lot smoother and it's nice if I still have to shave my pussy lips. <laughs> that's the, I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think waxing or plucking that part sounds very nice. Oh, also one huge tip is like, I've noticed that like, the, um, it, the plucking hurts more if I'm on my period. Yeah. Okay, so whenever I was getting the laser stuck on, they said to, to try to plan it around that. Like, it'll hurt a lot more if you get it done during that. So I think like, your whole area is just more sensitive during that time. I guess maybe, like, maybe nature knows that, like, you can't get pregnant. So they're like, stay away from like, <laughs> No, what are you doing? Get away from here. <laughs> Move along. Nothing happening here. <laughs> also, I use a product called Tend Skin. Mm -hmm. That's really great for ingrown hairs it changed my life like if you don't this will change your life for real it has mm -hmm. like acid in it i think um and it exfoliates like your skin off like like a, chemically right after you shave and it completely prevents ingrown hairs so that stuff is what is it called and skin like t-e-n-d skin and it's a blue bottle you can get it anywhere like you know cvs whatever mm -hmm. um, with like a gold like gold writing and it's I, I totally recommend that to like everyone I'm gonna try that <laughs> okay the next question is actually more for you Kira and like not so much for me um mm -hmm. or yeah like I, I wouldn't really be able to answer this but I think you will um do you have any good bondage tips or setups for beginners um, so I'm actually not the best person to ask about this. I've done a lot of kink porn, but I'm usually the sub. Um, I don't know anything about rope or, or rigging or anything like that. I'm more, I know mostly like mind game stuff and, and how to set boundaries and being safe. Um, so I would say, oh, sorry, what? Can you talk about that then? Like what, hmm. what, like what are some really important boundaries to set before starting like in kink play? Um, start small and start slow. You can always build up and go more, but I feel like a lot of beginners or a lot of people who are just really enthusiastic may try to do too much too soon and they're not like too informed about how to do it safely and they end up hurting themselves. They have a bad experience and then they're just turned off by the whole thing. So I like start with dirty talk, start with role play, um, really research a lot into the really light stuff and then work your way up. Um, just because if you, I always hate whenever somebody like tries to force themselves into anal or kink or anything like that, or that takes practice, uh, and then they have a bad experience and they never try it again because they think that that's all there is. Um, so that's really the only advice that I can give because I don't really know much about the actual act of tying. I'm usually the one being tied. <laughs> that is the luxury of the sub, right? Yeah. People think that the, the dom is in control. The sub is in control when it comes to kink stuff because you get to tell them exactly what's going to happen to you. You get to set all the boundaries. They have to set everything up. Like, I've, I've only done a handful of dom scenes and it's so much harder because like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, okay, what should I say next? What should I say next? Are they okay? Are they all right? Is this good? Okay, no, be me. <laughs> so you're trying to keep all these different things in your head. So being a sub is like, I think Danny Daniels was someone who said this a long time ago. And like, I can't tell if I'm submissive or just lazy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I love kinky gangbangs. Like I love bondage gangbangs specifically because I just have to get tied up and I just have to take everything. I don't have to move. I don't have to move myself. <laughs> it's so easy. No, it's 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 so true. But that's that's a little secret of the trade. <laughs> um. Uh. Next question. Oh, here's a good one. 
what is something normalized that guys do sexually to women that you wish they'd stop? And I guess that could go for, it wouldn't just happen for anyone. What's something that's like normalized and like we think we're supposed to do during sex that's like, you're like, we could do without that? Um, so I have two things that come off like just to my head immediately. Um, I'm not a huge fan of spit as lube unless it's deep throat spit. So, <laughs> like, like deep throat spit, that's that acts like lube, like it stays wet for a really long time. Um, so if like you're already like giving a really good blowjob and like it's really gone back there, and then like he has the deep throat spit on his stick, and then he goes into you, that's great. But just like viscous, like it's like yeah, slimy, and it's mm -hmm. dry. It's right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But if you just like spit into your hand and then put it on the pussy, like I, I don't know if. Have you ever had dried out lips and you keep licking your lips and just making it worse and worse? Like, like actual spit dries everything out. <laughs> and so that can dry your holes out. It's like, I hate it. Like, I don't like that. Or I don't even, I don't even like the spread it and then and then like you try to go in. Like, no, like get it. I would prefer a man stick his fingers down my throat and get that deep throat spit rather than spit into his own hand lightly and then put that on my pussy. You're like, water is weirdly drying. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so like I just like there's I love lube. I love playing around with lube. I love playing around with coconut oil. We can get all over each other. And like if you really like, like I don't know, there's a lot of different things. I just don't like the thin front of your mouth spit. Um, yeah. And then there's also this thing that some guys do. I think they get it from porn where they like you're fucking, you have a really good rhythm going, and then they just like do like a uh, like out of nowhere, just really hard, really deep. <laughs> it's like, no. First of all, <laughs> if the guy has a huge dick, that hurts. And then the girl gives a huge reaction. They're like, yeah, my dick's big. That just made her come like, no, you just hurt me. <laughs> like, if you have a good rhythm going and she's really enjoying it, just, just stay there. <laughs> I totally agree. And I'll go even like one step further as to say like, I, I think it's also important when like, the, like really hard pounding should be built up to kind of like the other thing you were saying before is like, when you start off pounding, like it needs to like, it needs time to like open up and like, and get there eventually. Also, I have a, I have a trick for that spit. A way to get deep through yeah. spit without- Yeah, wait, hold on, I need to put the headphones back. I'm like trying to figure out the best sound. <laughs> okay, can you hear? Okay, I was telling you that I have a trick for getting that deep throat spit without deep throating. Yeah? Drinking orange juice. I feel like I've heard that before. Like they, it helps you get more of it back there. It turns into like it makes all your spit deep throat spit. It's weird, huh? But orange, okay. yeah. But like it, that's you know that's a lot to ask to have on hand. And also like <laughs> I, like like your like flora. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna experiment with that. I might have to just put that on Pornhub later today. Of like I heard this from Asa Akira. <laughs> The best I, I, comes from orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I would like people I, that I think is like normalized and weird is um, I think 69 is a little overrated. I think like really? 69 is like a grow up thinking like that's like, you know, the epitome of like crazy sex. And I think I think 69 is cool when you like organically end up there and like you're just so into each other that you're like giving each other oral at the same time. But that's happened maybe like 
four times in my life. And like, usually I feel like when I end up in 69, it's because like someone just like wants to do 69. I don't know. It feels yeah. a little bit more like, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, well, I can't really, it's hard to like focus on like giving head while also trying to focus on like feeling good. And I never know which one to do more. I don't know. I like, I so like for using, me, like, I like using both of my hands. Um, and that's part of the reason why I don't like 69ing just because like I want to be able to do the this motion and I can't do that while I'm also like holding myself up <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just a lot of core strength mm -hmm. <laughs> um okay and this is actually one question I get asked a lot or like one variation of this question um how do I get my girlfriend to peg me I love that. I thought you were going to say, how do I get my girlfriend to give me more blowjobs or do anal? Like, I've never been asked that before. Okay. Um, communication is always, like, the first part of the answer that I give to, like, how do I get my partner to do anything? Like, no matter what it is, like, you have to just tell them, like, hey, this is something that I'm into. Um, if they're more open-minded, then that's easier. If they're not, then easing them into it could be nice. Like, you could, like... I have bidets in my place. So, like, everyone's butthole is clean <laughs> in my home. So, like, everyone knows, like, it's okay to go down there. And you can start saying stuff like, I would really like it if we played around with some fingers or how would you feel about pegging and, like, ask it in that kind of way. That way it doesn't have to be a, we're doing this tonight or, like, I want you to do this to me right now. And then you can kind of, like, ease yourself into it. Like, you can have all of the things laid out of, like, no, I'm clean. <laughs> like, I've researched this, all of that. <laughs> I think, though, like, maybe the first step to getting pegged is, like, make sure you have a clean asshole. Like, mm -hmm. make sure. Yeah, it's true. It would be pretty rude to be like, hey, or even it would even be rude to be like, hey, will you eat my ass? And then, like, not have a clean asshole. Like, right. No, then that's, like, that's, you really don't want to fucking go there. <laughs> but if you're presenting to your partner that you have a clean butthole and that you are, care about your, your anal health, that'll make it a lot easier because I feel like most people's fear with anal is just like what if it gets dirty um, it's all can... it's all centered around poop the mm -hmm. anything butthole related I agree <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah that's true yeah like easing into it I think this question is like particularly hard for me because like obviously for us like I think I would imagine if you were dating one of the two of us it would be very easy to ask us <laughs> But you never know how, like, open-minded this person's girl is. <laughs> yeah. Like, if anything, you, maybe you're afraid. <laughs> Ooh, I have an idea. Um, show her pegging porn. Like, yeah. like, ask to watch porn with her as, like, a sexy, fun time thing. And be like, this is one of my favorites. And put on a pegging porn. And then just, like, watch her reaction. <laughs> that would also be, that's, like, what I was thinking, too. Is, like, that's, my, that would be my, my number one advice. Is, like, anytime you're asking for anything or want to explore something with your partner, I feel like a really casual and easy way to bring it up, too, is, like, like just, like, happen upon that porn with that person and kind of, like, feel them out and be like, what do you think of this? Like, mm -hmm. try that. That looks hot. Yeah. I, kind of, um, I, I feel like it's like a low stakes, non-threatening way to like kind of bring that into the, the conversation. Um, <laughs> Plus, and, mutual, mutual masturbation is one of my favorite things. So I always want to recommend that. Yes. So hot. Mm -hmm. Especially you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I need to peg 
personal life, but I haven't really done it on camera a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't, it's not like, I, I've, I think maybe I've only done it on camera, like, for three times, and I, I haven't been asked to do it that much, I guess, but mm -hmm. that is a really big bottle of water. Yeah, no, so I got sick of refilling my water bottle, so I got a gallon jug, and, like, this is all of the water I'm supposed to drink in one day. <laughs> Your goal is to finish that every day? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that is a perfect segue into our next question, um, which is a non-sex related question. And this is our second to last question. Um, someone asked, Kira, what is your workout routine that body fire? And uh, <laughs> I, every time I post anything of you, like someone always asks, what's your workout routine? Because your body's insane. <laughs> People don't like the answer. Um, I'm naturally athletic. So <laughs> I work out. Like, I work out. I do. But I do it sporadically. I was doing it a lot. Um, like I was working out the most probably from, like, November of last year to about January, February, where I was going to the gym, like, almost every single day. Um, but I would mostly go to run on a treadmill. Um, and I would do like this ab machine where you grab onto the top and you do crunches with weights. It's really hard to describe because I don't actually know what it was. Like I would just try different machines until I found one that I liked. Where you like hook your leg? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when the gyms closed down, I got lazy for a while and I stopped. I, like I don't like working out at home, but now I do, I do planks, I do mountain climbers. Um, I'll do this, like, I'll go on Instagram, and I'll look at all these personal trainers that I follow, and they usually have, like, different at-home things, so, like, I'll just pick an ab routine for the day and do it, and I feel like I should demonstrate, but I'm gonna look stupid demonstrating this one that I'm doing. No. <laughs> okay, so, okay, there's this thing where I'm gonna go ahead and move this down a little bit. Because <laughs> if, if I just describe it, like, no one's gonna know what I'm talking about, but basically, like, you lay on the ground, and, like, you have your head up, um, like you make sure it doesn't touch the ground and then your legs come up then you bend them and then they go back out and then when okay. they're out and straight you open them up and then you close them and then you bring it back in and then you just do this and I just do that until I can't and then I take a break and then I do it again until I can't <laughs> I don't even it's... know reps you just do it till you can't <laughs> yeah because if I try to keep in my head like the, the number I'm really I'm kind of a whore and I'm dumb horse so if I can't really always remember how many reps I've done. I, and then I get confused. And so I'll either time myself and I'll do like 30 seconds on and then a couple of seconds of a rest or I'll just do it until I can't. And then like, I'll take a little bit of a break and I'll do it again until I feel like not doing it anymore. Um, and I get away with that because <laughs> my body's just... Kira, this is not... <laughs> we want... Like, I wake up at 5 a.m. and I work out for four hours and I never eat anything, but you lucky bitch. I literally tried to do that today. Like, I had two alarms set, one at five and one at six, and I slept through both of them. <laughs> I didn't work out. Like, I've been wanting to go to the park and, like, work out really early before anybody else gets there because um, I don't like working out in my own apartment. But, no, like, I just – I got I genetics like that. I'm sure someday they're going to fade, and I'm going to have a very rude awakening because I'm not used to <laughs> trying to keep up with stuff. Not. Like, how old are you? I'm 26. I just turned 26. If yeah. I get metabolism, if your metabolism hasn't gone to shit by 21, you're fine. You're just, like, one of the lucky. I hope so. I also been trying to drink way more water because I noticed that, like, my, my face was starting to get puffy. 
Um, uh-huh. like the last like year or so, I was starting to get like a double chin and stuff, uh-huh. which was weird because the rest of my body was pretty much skinny, and but I was like starting to get a double chin. Um, so I've just been drinking a shit ton of water, and I I feel like the more hydrated I am, the better my body works. Yeah, um, but I, but also I want to gain weight. I've been trying to eat a little bit more and work out my legs and my abs mostly that way I get more muscle everywhere here but I also get like a little bit more fat there and it's it's weird like I want to I want to be bigger like I just don't want to not you, be athletic if I, that makes yeah, any sense about how you want a bigger butt but you have such a nice butt like it's thank you I tried to get ass shots once and it didn't work I got totally ripped off <laughs> for one yeah yeah I heard that you have to do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Once I heard that, like, we have to come back over and over, and then it might work. I'm like, eh, no, if I, if I want to spend that much money on an ass, I might as well just get implants, and I don't want to do that, so I might as well just stop. Yeah. No, the sculpture, like, each treatment is, like, three or four grand every time you go. And mm-hmm. then, like, and you have to do it, like, a bunch of times, and it may or may not work. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm also doing my research on that for a while. <laughs> no, so I, I did it. Um, my ass was bruised for about a week. Um, it was a little bit, because I usually don't bruise. Whenever they're like, oh, you might bruise. I was like, huh, yeah, whatever. I'm black. I don't really bruise like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But I totally bruised. And, like, my butt was bigger and rounder for maybe about a month. Um, and I was taking so many pictures. Like, if you go on my Instagram, I feel like I can point out when I got it, because, like, all of my pictures are just ass shots. Because um, <laughs> I was really proud of it. It was, like, round and, and pretty. But then just faded away and now I'm back to exactly where I was a year ago um and it's just not worth it to me that's always how you can tell whether porn girls got ass shots is like when suddenly their Instagram feed is just like nothing but <laughs> yeah because you want to show that shit off oh like I got I have my boobs done like I totally get it like you just want to like show the world so I have a plan. If I ever get my boobs done and I'm still in porn, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to keep posting pictures like normally. I'm going to wait to see if people will even like, notice. Because there have been times where I've been tagged and stuff where people are like, oh, that's Kira. It's a completely different model with huge boobs, but she just has dreadlocks. And so people are like, oh, that's Kira. Like, no, no, no. So I want to be able to see, like, who's my real fan? Who knows that I'm flat-chested? And, like, will you notice if suddenly one day I just post, like, a picture of huge titties? Like, you know what? But, like, that's really interesting because, like, I have always had my fake boobs, like, since I started porn. And I can't even tell you, at least once a day, I get a comment, like, you looked so much better with your natural tits. And I'm like, (laughs) whoa, like, nobody knows what my natural tits look like. (laughs) No, people have been accusing me of getting a nose drop recently. Um, And I haven't. I just got cheek injections. And, like, in comparison to my cheeks, my nose looks smaller now. You know what? Whenever people say, like, I ha- I've had, like, too much work done or whatever, I'm like, thanks for the compliment. Honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, and this is the final question. One last non-sex-related question. I see you have a lot of plants. <laughs> I enthusiast. What do you think is the easiest house plant to take care of? Ooh, um, I would say the devil's ivy. It's actually this guy right here. <laughs> you have some no, too. Wait, that's a devil's ivy? Yeah, I just put three of them in one long thing because this is one of the first things that I got. <laughs> I'm okay, pretty sure I, that's what it is. I thought those were pothos, but maybe it's the wait, same thing. Thought, it I mean, is the like, same thing. I, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. I thought, okay. I thought, yeah, it's pothos. Oh. I thought it was also called devil's ivy. 
I think it's the same. I, I have the same. <laughs> I think that and ZZ Mm -hmm. Oh, and I also um I have basil, and I that, as long as you keep that like moist, like water it like every day or every other day, um it's it grows really fast. I've been making like a lot of stuff with fresh basil, and it's been great. I just got a basil plant, and I'm so glad you told me this because <laughs> I'm on the same watering schedule as my other plants, which is like once a week, once every two weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, but oh, it'll, it'll tell you, it'll, it'll show you. Like whenever I first got it, I was going to water it every couple of days. And then there was one day where it just looked super droopy and like, it was dead. Yeah. And so I freaked out and I watered it and, and literally in a couple of minutes, it shot right back up. So I mm -hmm. love plants that do that. Mm -hmm. They're just dramatic. <laughs> you watered them. <laughs> it's like, I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, my roommate, I was telling him about, I was trying to like tell him about why I'm getting all of these plants. Um, and I was bitching about my basil one day. I was like, I, I watered her late. I didn't even water her, not at all. I forgot or yeah. anything. I just usually water everything in the morning. And I waited until the evening. And she was acting like she was dying. And I was like, this little dramatic bitch. And he's like, it's a plant. It doesn't have a personality. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, they look like they're dying. Other plants, if they get to that point, that's like the point of no return. And you fucked up. But with, yeah. with stuff like that, I think there's another. What's the other one that I have that's dramatic? Oh, my sage. We'll do the same thing. He's <laughs> Lily's. Like you think you think they might be dying, and mm -hmm. then they just like perk up. Yeah, and like yeah. a couple minutes, like oh no, I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> I I think yeah. I I feel like I am like that. Mm -hmm. I'm very much but like that, that if I don't get fucked. Um, like I'm like I'm dying. No one likes me. I'm just so ugly now. And then I get some cum. I'm like okay, I'm good. <laughs> I it's it's so embarrassing how much like I will be really like down and just like gloomy and then i'll either like get fed or fucked and then i'm like it's like embarrassing how much that works <laughs> but you know that's why i'm in porn so yeah. orgasms and food are very important <laughs> okay true mm -hmm. woman happy <laughs> well kira thank you so much for joining us i want to let people know where they can see you and how they can support you yeah, um, this is my Instagram. It's my only one. I don't have any sort of backups or private accounts or anything like that. Um, so the Kira Noir Graham. I'm on Twitter at the Kira Noir. And if you want to see me naked, you can see me on OnlyFans um, slash the Kira Noir or Pornhub. I put my own videos on there too. <laughs> your name on Pornhub. Yeah, just search my name on Pornhub and you'll find it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I had a lot of fun with you. Thank you for letting me do this. This is awesome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the very first episode of Just the Tip. That was um, porn stars answering your sex questions and giving you unofficial, uneducated, experience-based sex advice. Um, and we'll be here every Sunday. Next week's guest is Riley Reed. Um, so please join us then. And um, I guess I'll see you then. <laughs> um, and make sure to give at the Kira Noir Graham a follow. Okay, bye.